The Friday music show for you this afternoon has got two lovely parts to it. The second part is going to pin your ears back because the wonderful Grant Wormsley is coming in to talk about the incredible career of ACDC's Malcolm Young. His family have confirmed during the week that he will not be returning to the band and indeed has dementia. Um, I noticed that Grant put a really interesting post, a fabulous comment about Malcolm's importance in the music industry on Facebook. So I said, you've got to come in and talk about it. So he is after half past two. First up, though, Bella, the wonderful multi-award winning country music sensations. Although what's country music these days? They're just wonderful. Lynn Botel, Karen O'Shea and Kate Ballantyne uh, have two special shows coming up. Cessnock Leagues Club on Friday, October 24 and Belmont 16 Footers on Saturday, October 25. And so they came in this week for a little chat. We'll start with a piece that we recorded, though, from Bella, Night at the Wireless from 2005. Door closes and I 
Ladies, welcome to the studio here at 12.33. It's lovely Thank to be you. here. It's wonderful, Carol. I should have known I was asking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what anyway. Do you mean? What do you mean? Well, when you guys get back to work, <laughs> it's just chaos ensues, <laughs> really. So, work. Nick, the lovely Lynn Botel sends me a little Hi. note saying, oh, we're, we're, we're going to do, you know, just a couple of shows because we can and we thought it might be nice. <laughs> and can we pop in? Oh. Yes. <laughs> and I said, sure, that'd sure. be lovely. I don't know what you were thinking. No, no, me either. And I'm going to have to go and explain to the young man in the studio next door, <laughs> I think. just The space man? Just what's been going on in here anyway. Oh, never mind. Mm. Hi. 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 Welcome. Thank you. Pleasure. And you are getting back to work. We are. But only a little bit. Well, we would if we were going to do more, we'd have to spend months shopping. <laughs> so we haven't got that time. I'd have to spend months fasting and relearning how to wear corsets and high heels. Because oh. I never did that in Bella. That was so bloody uncomfortable. <laughs> corsets. Yeah. Yes. The yeah, things that yes. the record company make you do. I had to have fake hair and Lynn had to wear corsets. Oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's start for this conversation. Fake hair. Yeah, I had fake hair. Apparently my hair, which is pretty much how it is now, wasn't enough. So they bought me fake hair and I had to have fake hair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's extraordinary. I know. What is it that they didn't like about your beautiful, fine, silky ginger hair? <laughs> Well, uh, they didn't like that it was beautiful and fine. They thought I needed a bit of plumping up. Listen, I'm a fine hair sister. I know. <laughs> and I'm quite happy with the fine hair. Hmm. And yes. they felt I needed a bit of skinning, being yes. a bit skinnier, so they put me in a corset and high heels that elongate your legs, Carol. <laughs> okay, so they've made you <laughs> they, taller. They and... elongate your legs, but they put your uterus out. You can't walk properly <laughs> and you can't North sing correctly. Sing. <laughs> so, Lynn, hang on a sec. Are you serious Yeah. that you were told to... Yeah. Wear a corset. Oh, the things we were told. Don't go out on stage first. Oh, yeah, that too. That was (laughs) nice. (laughs) Let's not even go there. We're not going there. And Karen had to wear a handkerchief for a top (laughs) because she was the thinnest. Okay. It's true. We no, have the photos. No, that's actually Gina Jeffries yeah, who that did was, that. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you've got her to blame. Oh, that. goodness gracious me. Imaging. You know, I used to work for a record company 25 years ago and I never had those sort of conversations. I did have some very interesting conversations about things that I would be required to purchase with my company credit card for <laughs> yeah. the whims and fancies <laughs> of visiting international rock stars, but we probably can't talk about those no, either. Yes. I, look, <laughs> we're hearing you. All we got were bagels, really. <laughs> And that's not code for anything. (laughs) We were lucky to get a bagel. Oh, goodness me. Okay, now, hang on. Lynn, we had you most recently in the studio because you released your solo album. I did. And uh, Album of the Week here. So how was that? Does it... We try and help. We try and use our evil powers for good. So does it work? (laughs) Yes, it does. It does work. Um, We've had lots of really good 
airplay actually with the album with Heart of Sorrow. So I'm I'm very excited about that actually. We've stayed in the charts and doing all right. So we just put the noms in for the golden guitars. So um, I'm hoping that we get through for all seven categories. Okay. I even entered male vocal just in case <laughs> <laughs> on the on the outside. You know, well things You'd happen at a, those awards. You know, you know well, okay. <laughs> Aussie's like an underdog. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, we. Yeah, so, so Adam hang, Harvey might get in. Hang, upset, hang on a sh- Lynn, stop it. Sh- just for a moment. Karen and Kate, have you noticed how she's now referring to herself in the Royal Week? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's always been she's, there. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. No, but it's good. It, um, it's exciting. But I was very happy that uh, there was downtime now that we could do these shows. And, you know, it's, it's, there's been an offshoot for Tamworth as well. And we don't have it locked in the actual contract yet. So, but, um, so I'll be at Tamworth and the girls are going to come down and do a couple of shows. Or too. up. They're, they're going to crash your party. I'm such a key, uh, Kiwi. No, I'm a Queenslander. Everything you, you go down for everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sounded wrong. Indeed. <laughs> no. Can you, can you delete that bit? <laughs> no. So it could well be a matter of, oh, and look who happens to be here That's in the audience. Right. That could be one of those. Or no. we could be doing our own yes. show. Yes. Yeah. Which, which, of course, it w- one would consider to be necessary given that gravity is still making its way into the universe. <laughs> did you like that? And there's a spaceman yes. in the studio ah. next door. <laughs> I like what you did there. Nice. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Good-o. So we will be performing songs off the album Gravity yeah. yes. in at the two shows. Do, when you say we, though, Lynn, do you no, mean all, all of us? us. Oh, all all of you. All okay. of us. Yes. I yeah. notice a lot of people do that with albums and stuff. They say we got into the chart and we did that. But you know why? Because it's not just you. There's like six or seven people involved in that yeah. process. So it never... Like it's your song and that, but if it wasn't for all those people around you making behind that, the scenes, yeah, making doing all the hard work and all that sort of stuff, it takes just, a village and all that. It really yeah. does, yeah. And now in in this climate, in the way things are going in the music industry, it's kind of good because you can have so much more control. Record companies don't really exist the well, they don't exist the same way they used to. So you can license your music. There's a lot more control for the artists. Hmm. And it's, in a way, it's been a downturn, but it's also exciting times because we have a lot more control. But what that means is we have to do a lot more work. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just sort of leave it to Jesus. and Which is something know. that Kate Miller-Heidke was saying when she made that decision to try and crowdfund Overtigo, yeah. which was enormously successful for, for her yeah. to do that. It worked a treat. Um, but she was saying that the same thing, that she is able, she treats it like a cottage industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's able to, she has to do a lot more work. And yeah. she was yeah. the one who was stuffing the CDs in packages yeah, yes, to send yes, them yeah, out. Yeah, to, we've that. done that. <laughs> but that it also means that she has a greater degree of uh, of conversation and involvement yeah. and rapport Control. with her yeah. fans. Yeah. And there's so much more mm. artistically, there's so much more, like we're working on the second film clip now for the next release. Yeah. And I remember when us girls, when we, we had our album come out and it was funded completely by the, the record label. So ultimately they had control, even though they'd, they'd show us a treatment for a video or show us a photo, a bunch ultimately, of photos. What, are you, yeah. guys, what yeah. are you girls like? And we'd pick ours and then it would never be that <laughs> no. one. So and we it, didn't get a choice. So we really didn't. Ultimately um, we were at the whim of, of that label and that's because they owned the product, yeah. you know. So, I mean, there is a certain am- amount of joy in being a part of that. It's, it is hard work though and it can... You have to have your business head and your artistic head and 
I had to make a space at home that's just, there's no computer in there, there's no, to write songs, because I used to yeah. just have this sort of fluid motion when it came to songwriting, I could write all the time, and then I started getting really blocked, and because, you know, that's just how I work, because you don't write gems, so, or every song, so I'd have to write all the time to write for records in 12 months, and I had to make a space at home that was just for music, because otherwise... I'd be distracted by an email or trying to think about, I'd look up on the board and there's this to-do list of stuff. So I, I think um, you just have to get your head around the business side of it and, and, ha- and have it people with you who want to help you. As a job, have a workspace, yes. yeah, et cetera. Among the fields of barley, you can 
Studio guests of Bella, Lynn Botel, Karen O'Shea and Kate Ballantyne here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. And you have some shows coming up locally uh, a little later on in October, which is just lovely. But just a couple of little shows? Yes, at this stage. At this stage. Well, yeah, going to be little. Well, no, 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 no. no. As, as in, you know, a, a tiny tour of a couple of shows. Yes, that's right. That's yes. right. Well, when we say tour, we mean two or three days. Yeah. But so, I did question yeah, the tour. Yeah. Really a tour? We're tour. Okay, no, no, no. It's it's not a tour. You're going to be driving from Cessnock to Belmont. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then in January, we're going to Tamworth. So that's yes. three shows. Yeah. So it sounds like perhaps Tamworth next year could see the start of the crazy again with shows. What are your plans? Uh, well, as long as that can happen in school holidays, I'm quite fine with that. <laughs> See, yes. that gets tricky, doesn't it? Well, it does because, you know, when Bella were on the road f- before, for me, I mean, I didn't, my job was music, my life was music, but now I have a different career and so, you know, I've always been happy to do Bella stuff, but it will need to be on the weekends or in the school holidays. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to making that decision? Um, look, Things were things happened for the three of us that sort of led to um, Bella going off the road and um, stopping recording. It was all mostly personal stuff. Um, and uh, Lynn actually was the person who encouraged me to go to university and she encouraged me to look at teaching and um, because she just thought that that would be the, I, I, di- I hadn't even thought about it, but she thought that that would be the best career for me. She thought that I'd be really good at it. And mm. it turns out she was right again. Well, I just um, see the way, I, I, the way you are with your son, you know. She has a great rapport with children and, yeah. and has a real ability for being able to impart the knowledge that she's, you know, mm. learnt through the years, particularly in music and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's really good. So I'm entrusted with 25-year-olds. Um <laughs> Oh, I no, know, not, not, you not, laugh. Hang on, not 25-year-olds. <laughs> no, no, not 25-year-olds. 20 I have 25 and 6-year-olds. I teach kindergarten. Yeah. Um, and then I also have the pleasure of doing a senior choir at my school as well. So I'm always involved in music. I handle all the music stuff at school. I've, you know, written songs for the school and stuff. So that, you know, it's... I love it. I, I think it was the perfect career for me. I find that particularly interesting that you are involved in music at the school as well because we talk increasingly about crowded curriculum and how some there are some things that go. Yeah. And yeah. music, teaching yeah. music, teaching an yeah. instrument, for example, to yeah. that to, to kids. That is one of the things that's been fairly heavily sacrificed over the well, years. Well, I'm real I was really I don't know what happened. I was just blessed to get um the school I'm at. I'm at Merriweather Heights Public School and I would guarantee that 70% of our children are involved in the performing arts in some way. So whether it be drama or dance or um, music, we have a huge um, amount of our kids that have music tutoring. Karen's one of the singing teachers at our school, so she comes along once a week and teaches singing to the kids. So look, it's the the community there, and I think a lot of schools are the same. But um, you know, our school is real. Our, 
I'm lucky our principal is very um, musically minded. So yeah. he, as soon as he found out who I was uh, in my former life, um, he <laughs> really was, he's very, very supportive, the other person that I used to be, um, but he's very, very supportive of any ideas that I come up with to do with music and, um, you know, and that's going to help the kids of the future. Have you had... Bella up there to sing for the kids. Uh, the, we should we, do yeah, that. We did, we, yeah, we did. We back in April, we did a music camp um, out at Glenrock with our band and our choir. I took the choir out for the first time ever. The, the school hadn't had a choir for about eight years, so um, we took the choir out and the girls came along and we and tutored. So we did sing for the actual for the kids at the camp, but we mm. no, we haven't sung for any of the um, the that. teachers. But yeah. they are all coming to the gig at Belmont. Yeah, so. they're all coming. Well, they are now because they just got told. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they've already bought their tickets, which I'm, I'm actually a little bit nervous because, you know, they know me as a teacher. They don't know me as a singer and they've never seen me perform. So I'm be a little bit nervous. Mm. Oh, they're no, you peers. won't. <laughs> but I think I, the, the, the involvement is really lovely because for kids to be able to see people who do something other... Yeah. For a job. Yeah. It's yeah. so special and it makes them perhaps plants that plants the little seed that, you know, you can do things that only other people do. Yeah. yeah if you know, right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I know exactly. You know, what you, you mean. can be a musician, yeah. you can be a singer, you can be a rocket scientist. Yeah, that's right. But if you don't uh, yeah. know any. Yeah. And you'd be amazed at how many, um, how many teachers are actually musos in, you know, Every second band that you would see in Newcastle now, I guarantee you, you will find a teacher, a primary or a high school teacher in that band. Um, and it's it's great because, you know, like you said, the kids get to see us do something other than teaching. Because I know what I was like at school and you look at a teacher and go, well, you're just a teacher. Yeah, you don't see them any And you other do, way. probably <laughs> don't have a life other than teaching. But, you know, most of us do. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh dear. Okay, love it. If you end up doing some stuff up at the school, let me know because I'm going to come up, okay? Will do. Okay. <laughs> That'd be wonderful fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. Terrific to, oh, to have you. you in the studio. Now, those shows, Cessnock Leagues Club, Friday, October 24, and then back to Belmont 16 Footers on Saturday, October 25. And uh, I'll make sure that we remind people over the next couple of weeks. As well, I, because I'd, still I'd just like to well. mention too, speaking of kids, that yes. um, the Cessnock gig is actually um, open to kids 13 and over. Okay. So, um, because a lot of people, there's any families that, you know, might have been thinking, I can't go because I can't take the kids. If they're 13 and over, then you can take them. Absolutely welcome at Cessna. Yep. Okay, brilliant. Now, if you want some more details, um, call me, 1300 33 and I'll pass on all the information. I've got phone numbers, I've got email addresses and websites for ticket booking and all of that sort of stuff. Bella, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay. Okay, this is Bella and we're doing Nobody But You. You, not true. Not true. Not true. You. you. Tell you that I owe ya, that I adore you, never wanna leave ya. Waiting for you to tell me that you need me. Do you believe me? I believe in you. If we take a little chance and risk it all, dare to find romance and take a fall, I think you're gonna find what on my mind was on your mind. Nobody 
makes me feel like you do Nobody but you could ever mean so much My heart knows it's true Nobody but you Nobody, nobody but you Nobody Dancing all around it Seems like forever and ever Since we found it We've been together You got me surrounded And I surrender All I am to you Cause nobody makes me feel like you do Nobody but you Could ever mean so much My heart knows it's true Nobody but you Nobody, nobody but you Nobody, nobody but you Nobody, nobody but you The lovely Bella in the studio for the Friday Music Show here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. I'll tell you more about the, the two shows that they've got coming up for you in just a moment. Dennis Malone's here, though, with the latest news headlines. Hello, Dan. Yeah, hi there, Carol. The Greens said the federal government's decision to join the US-led combat mission in Iraq is not in Australia's national interests. The Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, has announced that Australia fighter jets will begin airstrikes on Islamic State targets in Iraq in the coming days. A legal expert on international counter-terrorism measures has warned proposed new Australian laws could lead to people being jailed for things they never thought or said. George Williams has raised concerns during a hastily convened parliamentary inquiry considering the foreign fighters bill before it goes to the final vote, which could be in less than a month. A butcher bird is creating havoc at a TAFE campus in Newcastle with several people injured after getting swooped. Management has placed warning signs around the Hamilton TAFE where the bird has been aggressively attacking people as they enter the building or walk through the grounds. And there's unrest in parts of Gloucester after police ordered that no stopping signs be erected on a road accessing the controversial coal seam gas project. Gloucester Mayor John Rosenbaum is seeking clarification from police after staff received a letter instructing them to erect the traffic signs on both sides of Fairburn's Lane. More news, so don't step outside. That bird. Absolutely. That bird. They're nasty. They're a nasty piece of work. Oh, butcher, butcher birds sing beautiful songs, though. I love butcher birds. But that bird has had three goes at me. It sent Karen flying. She's got skin off everywhere. It's taken a chunk out of her head. Grant Wormsley, you're just standing here laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> 
And it's just up the road. It is a sociopath Absolutely. bird. You try and walk through the TAFE over the road, it'll I, have you. Thank you, Dan. My little, uh, my youngest son, uh, Zimmerman, was on his um, pushy the other day at the local park and it was his first encounter with a crazy magpie. Oh. And it got it upset him. Yeah. And, but you remember when you're a kid, when you're on your bike and you hear the... Yeah, and that yeah. cut <laughs> right at the side of your head. Yes. Yeah. Mongrel bird But a is. butcher bird, see? Yeah. Though they can be a little nasty it's piece after, of work. After it's pound of flesh mm. being well, a butcher bird. It's been at it now for about six weeks, so hopefully those babies are about to fly the coop. Oh. And it'll leave us alone. <laughs> Yay, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I shall fear no birdie. Yourself a chair. 
Thank you, Curtis Mayfield. It's all right. You're on uh, 702 ABC Sydney. Uh, the Panel Beaters is in session, and if you've got topics that you want the uh, Panel Beaters to discuss, feel free to call in. one three hundred triple two seven zero two 702 is our number. Uh, I believe this is the world's greatest panel show. Uh, every other panel show, you things like Q&A or the Insiders and that sort of stuff, it's, a, it's always just journalists and various kind of media hacks is how I like to describe them, really. They're, they're, they're people that just want to be on the media. Look, they might have expertise, sure. There's, there's that aspect to it that's sometimes quite good. But the panel beaters, difference is nobody knows anything. Uh, that's what's fantastic about it. That, that, that's what I love. Suggested by a listener a few weeks ago, said, why don't we do something like this? I went, why don't we give it a shot? Uh, Martin, welcome back. You've been on the, on, the, on the panel beaters before. How are you? Very good, thank you. See, yes. we're starting to have regulars now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for my call back. I'm the third of the, the Poke the Stink Bug, I think it was called. Oh, yes, you were in the time. original Poke the Stink yes. Bug. And so I've moved on now to the panel beaters a little yeah. bit clearer, I'll, I think. Yes, I, f- I like the title a lot better. It's better, isn't it? Thank yeah. you. Thanks for your, for your approval. But uh, look, see, I can already see you're comfortable now. You know, you're settling in. Yes. It's, it's, it's yeah. working well. It's, it's a lot, lot Linda, uh, this is your first time? Yep. How are you, Linda? I'm all right. What it is. Um, I think, you know, we've entered this realm of um, heritage rock and people want to go back and relive their past glories or whatever. Um, so I don't think ACDC is going to suffer. I mean, I saw them the last tour about five years ago and I took, uh, I took my, my eldest kids. Um, the wife's still dirty because she was uh, nine months pregnant and I went down and, and someone used her ticket because she couldn't go. But they were phenomenal. They are absolutely phenomenal. Um it won't be the same. There's no way it'll be the same. But um, I guess it's, um, you know, these things are uh, probably when you're, I guess when you're a band that sold more records than anyone, mm. uh, they've got things in place. They know what's going to happen if mm. X, Y, Z happens. And, you know, maybe this has been a surprise, but um, Steve Young, their cousin. I think he, it's only a surprise to us, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, their the cousin Steve, who's replacing Malcolm, has replaced Malcolm before when Malcolm went into rehab about 20 years ago and no one mm. knew the difference. Mm. Um, he'll be just playing Malcolm's parts. Um, but, you know, we, we just have to realise that um, I think that uh, it is the end of an era. Uh, and I, I said in the Facebook thing that, that I, I put Malcolm next to Keith Richards and Pete Townsend. And I think it's there's very few in that club. That's huge. And we'll, we'll dig into that a little more in just a moment. I also set you the challenge of coming in with some tunes yes. to share Malcolm with us. I've, so what have you chosen I, Well, I, you asked me for eight and I've put ten on, but we'll just go some oh. snippets. Now, the first one is, uh, if you want to, yeah, for those about to rock, we salute you. I thought it'd be a good way to start that we salute Malcolm. We really do, brother. All right. Ten songs, you reckon? We, Ten songs. We, we can, can do, do it. it. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Good, isn't it? Oh, look, that, if that guitar doesn't make the hair on your arm stand up, oh, you're dead. You know, such a guilty pleasure. It's insane. It's 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 dirty and it's clean at the same time. 
It's smooth and it's powerful. Um, you know, when I hear ACDC, the thing I love about it is, and it's, it goes with the whole, the whole mindset was, um, you know, they still say that they've only made, you know, one album. They've made mm. it like 20 times or whatever. They've got their formula. And part of that formula is you can hear the pick hit the strings. You can hear Malcolm in that sound. You can hear Angus in that sound. You can sort of, you feel like you're in the room with them with that guitar and that amplifier. Mm. Uh, and these days with, you know, highly processed music and, you know, computers and the whole bit, we've, we've lost that uh, art form forever as well, I believe. So, well, how do you not lose that? Because obviously that's something you're sensitive to. Yeah, uh, look, it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing balancing um, technology with keeping, you know, the the spirit of music uh, in in the format. I was going to say on tape, but the tapes tapes are no longer used, obviously. But um, you know, I, I'll be guilty as well of saying that um, I haven't used uh, a real guitar amp for a long time in the studio. We just use plugins on computers, and they're that good now that <laughs> you, know, you wouldn't know the difference. So you can still have them sound live and dirty. <laughs> you can sort of, yeah. It's manufactured now, but on that you can really hear that the 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 room that they're in. You can you can just. Uh, it, I often say, you know, there's not many drummers that you can tell who the drummer is, but you know, guys like. Charlie Watts or or John Bonham or mm. or um or Ringo, you know it's them playing drums, mm. and it's the same with these guys on guitar. You know it's them playing. Guitar. I know we we've been all guitar nerd previously with you and Mark Kinson in the studio, and it is a <laughs> very sorry. funny thing because you guys will be spotting not just the the type of guitar and who's playing, but the amps and the preamps that it's running through, and maybe even the damn strings. Oh, on the Oh, look, we can go there if you like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are. Uh, but you know, I think. Um, um, you know, while this this tune um, gets up and running, we all know this song. Um, but it's interesting to know that for people that didn't realise that George Young, who was in the Easy Beats, um, was Malcolm and Angus's big brother. So where that, would we be without the Youngs? Oh, look, absolutely, Australia would be a, a, a dull place. There's no doubt about it. Um, but you know, it's it, it's as if the the Easy Beats laid a foundation. And I mean, they're the '60s, and they basically toured without the big productions that you see with live productions these days. Mm. Um, and I think ACDC came out of that, and they took that next step of having the craftsmanship with the songs and the recordings. I guess the Easy Beats and Fraternity just about covered the whole family, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But but it's like it's like the Stones had to learn how to play in the '70s through PA systems. Mm. The Beatles never did. Mm. You know, ACDC did. They learnt to to make this. It's almost like a city when they go on the road now. They take the city everywhere they go. They've learnt to, to put the production with their, their songwriting and their band mm. as much as anything. And that's another phenomenal thing, you know. If they rang you. I was waiting for the call. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and said, Walmo. I was, I was there. I was already there. Um, you know, I knew it would go to someone in the family, though. Mm. That's the way they float. Yeah. 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 And that's pretty cool. It's totally cool. What are you hearing? What do you hear in that? I, you know, when I hear this, it's funny. You know, um, it's like when you, you know, they say the sense of smell. It, it, it brings back all these memories. But it's the same with this sort of stuff. Um, I've got a brother that's a year older than me, DJ, and we grew up together. And our big sister Nick was, um, she was uh, a ballerina, and, and my brother and I were, you know, we were young Aussies in the seventies. Uh, in Newcastle, little you rock know, and roll, surfing voice. and listening to rock and roll, and, and it was literally ACDC or ABBA, and I'm talking Countdown. You know, it was either Fernando or it was this, um, and it was um, back in those days. You couldn't be, 
you couldn't have a foot in both camps. We were, I did. We were akadaka all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you boys couldn't, but we girls could. We just wouldn't admit well, to it. Well, you know we couldn't as tough guys in Newcastle. No, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Ah, uh, no, this is just wonderful. In your little post, you have said that you really want uh, people to um, see the depth mm. of Malcolm Young's contribution over 40 years. 40 years. 40 years. You know, I mean, you know, Tino probably, I probably sound like Tino when I say, I, I, sometimes I sound like a cynical old bastard. But it's just that, you know, there's so much new music's released every day, all the time. You know, everyone's famous. I mean, you you open a glossy magazine and everyone's famous, and I don't know, I don't know who any of them are. Um, but get off my lawn. Yeah. Oh, it kills me. It kills me. Don't start me. But this is 40 years worth of substance. 40 years worth of consolidating a craft and working together for quality. And um, I just I love that, and it upsets me that that. Um, these things don't seem to be as important in, in life anymore. It's funny, though. We'll take this with us. Your kids will hear it. My kids will hear it. My my little fella was... It was funny yesterday. I knew I was coming in here. He had his ACDC shirt on yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and he's four. You know, he, he knows all about these guys. And it's funny, like, you know, when I saw them five years ago, my, my oldest boy, Bo, who was about 10 at the time... Um, you know, he and my daughter Molly, we, we went down and we drove down and we had this stuff as loud as could go in the car on the way to Sydney. And as soon as we got there, it was like, man, here's some money. Go and buy some devil's horns. Go and buy a Coca-Cola, which they're never allowed to drink. And let's go and rock. <laughs> <laughs> and they went nuts. Yeah, you know, we started playing, um, uh, you know, I started learning guitar probably the, the, by the end of the, the late 70s. And, and it's funny, you know, my first guitar lessons were from a nun at um, Sacred Heart Primary School just down the road here. From a nun. From a nun, yeah, absolutely. Um, and but, but you know what, it was, I was learning classical guitar and I was learning, you know, all this nice soft guitar stuff. And all I wanted to do was just play this stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, fast forward a little bit, you start your first band and... Um, you know, a lot of guys in bands will tell you this, that that um, without even knowing it, you were playing a style of guitar just like Malcolm Young would have played. And what that is, is it's it's very, I think it's very centralised to Australia and, and it's to Australian audiences. Um, and, and I have literally had to look at audiences in the early days and dodge schooner glasses getting thrown. And that's what it was like mm. playing music in those days. Um and the reason for that was, if you were no good, they would, you know, it, it'd be pretty ugly. And so you had to dig in. You had to have a lot of mongrel. You had to have a lot of heart and a lot of spirit. But you also had to rock and groove. And, um, you know, our band was like, if you didn't finish your gig and, and you were sweating all the way down to your socks, you hadn't worked hard enough. Yeah. And we got that from the ACDC thing. They, you know, I, I remember Malcolm being interviewed years ago and, um, and he'd say we would do anything for a clap. 
anything. And we always took that on board as well, that you had to earn your clap. You had to learn, uh, earn your, your stripes and earn from the, from the, the audience, you know? And, and, and I, I heard this other thing once and it was, um, you know, when you walk on stage, you can't expect anything from an audience, but the audience expects everything from you. Hmm. Um, so we all, you know, we all cut our teeth on this stuff. And I think, um, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to think too hard to think that you're in a, in a pub drinking a schooner listening to this stuff. Grant Wormsley's my guest here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle talking about Australian rock music, but in particular ACDC and the contribution uh, of Malcolm Young, whose family have confirmed that he has dementia and won't be returning to work with the band. Hopefully, though, the band will continue to work. And you were saying that they've enlisted the services of a cousin. Yeah, Steve Young, yeah. Who's, Another Young. Who's done it before and... Uh, he's, and can he's do the job. In. And I'm a little dirty, as I uh, mentioned before, that I didn't get the job or that he beat me to it. But, you know, <laughs> it's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, still, there's still years left, isn't there? There's still years left. Do you remember the first time you heard ACDC? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, uh, I had 1975 Greatest Hits and I had Baby Please Don't Go on it. And uh, in those days... 1975, I was five, five going on six, and they were the days the when, fella. yeah, yeah, and they were the days when you know the three kids in my family shared a record for Christmas. Yeah, you know, you didn't get much for Christmas, and we we just loved it. And alongside with that was the countdown performance with Bon in the schoolgirls yes. uniform with the plaits. Yes, and there's Malcolm and Angus, and again having a big brother, I really related to that. You know, I love to see the brothers in a band and. I love that anyone could be these guys. They weren't dressing up. They were just, they were just blokes. Hmm. They were just guys. They're just suburban boys, living large, living real large. about now I'm probably somewhere on the school bus and the chorus is going off and it, it might have also been you know that other song from the angels but there were those back of the school bus songs oh look I, I couldn't tell you at what age I first heard this song but it's uh, it's like it's always been with me and certainly when you're playing a rock band it's you, you play this song very early on yeah um, and the whole oi oi yeah, exactly <laughs> you know it it really is as Australian as, as Vegemite was um, but it's, um, you know, when, from a guitar player's perspective, the, the power in this band also comes from, they use open chords and just to get all guitar on you. Not please yeah. do. Um, 
the, the thing is, Keith Richards once said that rhythm guitar is lead guitar, and there's nothing truer ever ever been said. Um, that was something that I was going to get you to dwell mm. on a little bit, so I'm glad that you've gone there. Grant Walmsley joining me in the studio here at 12.33, and we're talking about guitars and ACDC and Malcolm Young in particular. Um, lead guitarists are the sexy heroes that get the babes. Bass players, forget it. Drummers, <laughs> oh, as if that's going to happen. But your poor old rhythm guitarists, uh. really, they're not going to get much of a look in. The, the emphasis... Mm. And I meant that very tongue-in-cheek. But the emphasis, I guess, on bands is the vocalist, lead guitarist. They're always the featured musicians, if you like. Yeah, no, that's a fair call. I mean, you know, when you look at your your classic combinations of Paige Plan or Joe Hmm. Perry and Steve Tyler or whatever, I mean, that's the cliche. Um, And it's, you know, it's not all, you know, one size fits all. But, um, you know, as Keith Richards said, um, the... The rhythm guitar, what that does is if you took everything else out of the song except the guy singing the song and the accompaniment, the accompaniment you could play on an acoustic guitar or a piano. You don't need anything else. The whole song is there. It's in that guy's right hand playing the rhythm guitar. The whole song is there. Hmm. Um, and in fact, you know, apparently uh, one of the Vander Young production techniques was to get a song, whether it was ACDC or whatever, and knock it out on acoustic guitar or knock it out on a piano because if the song didn't hold water without anything else, well, they hadn't had the arrangement put together correctly or or it was missing the essential bits. So these days what we tend to do is just cover it in icing and sprinkle fairy dust on it, but it's got no substance in it. Hmm. And so, you know, these guys came from from the other way. But um, the the open chord thing comes from if you're playing an acoustic guitar, you know, the, the way to make the thing resonate is to play open chords. And that's what Malcolm did. He played that on electric guitar through a clean amp. And people think... ACDC dirty guitars, they're actually real clean and crunchy. And and even um, a, a philistine like me who knows nothing about playing music, I'll mm. play it for you on the mm. radio, but mm. I'm not a musician, I can't play anything. Um, there is nothing extraneous in ACDC. There's mm. nothing unnecessary. Th- that's exactly right. It, it's, it, it really is meat and free veg, but it's a real good meat and free <laughs> veg. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I did warn that the second half of the music show this week, you would need to uh, pin your ears back just a little bit. Grant Warms joining me in the studio talking about ACDC and, and Malcolm Young. Does it make you sad? Incredibly sad. Yeah, it, it, it really does. Um, you know, I'm one of these guys, as you know, I'm, you know, I could, I could name every, every person in every band from, you know, from, from, from eons ago. And, um, that's just my obsession. Um, but th- this is, this hits close to home. I mean, we were, we were courted by Alberts, you know, in the early days and, um, we didn't end up signing with Alberts, but, um, just to be asked to go in there and do demos. We actually demoed the first Jets album at Alberts. Did you? Yeah. I did work experience in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you understand it was, it was Hello Turf, wasn't oh, it? It wasn't was the it? Ho- it was the Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, There's a whole bunch of studios. Downstairs, Jim Manzi, who used to be with All 55, he was recording something with someone. Uh, Mental as anything, we're recording something yeah. in another studio. And then in Vander and Young's own studio. Yeah. It was their studio. Of course. You didn't... <clears throat> I don't know what they were doing. I was allowed to make them coffee, but that was it. Yeah, we we only heard about that room. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, the, their um, one of their other cousins, Sammy, who still works there, Sam Horsburgh, um, great chap, great man. He used to, you know, uh, if we were good boys, he'd show us Malcolm's guitar or Angus's guitar, or <laughs> you know, it was pretty cool. It was, you know, it was as close to 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 your dream as you could ever get. I guess it is sad mm. that that Malcolm's health has failed him at this point. I guess, though, it's a timely reminder for all of us to just make the most of it while you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. How are you making the most of it? You are this weekend, three gigs, three, <laughs> ba- three bands. Are you nuts? I am, I am nuts. I've done, I think I've done seven rehearsals this week um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Do you know who you're doing? Who, <laughs> I'm, what you're doing with who? I, I've been pl- playing a few shows with Die Pritchard Band. Yeah, yeah. Because um, one of his guys is away, and that's been great fun. So we're down the Central Coast tonight. Now tomorrow night's with the Monsters of Rock again with Die Pritchard and this Rosie. This is the centenary gig. Yes. of the Billboard Hotel. Not Ab- of you, because you're not that old yet. Not that old yet. Yeah. Although I feel it sometimes. <laughs> um, now there's only a few tickets left. It's only VIP hundred tickets only. Yeah. Uh, it'll definitely sell out. And there's a few. There's a few left. I okay. know there's only a few. So get in. Yeah. It's the greatest band you've ever heard. Monsters of Rock. <laughs> Um, yes. And then Sunday night after the footy, I've got my big band. I think it's eight or nine or ten piece this week. After the footy at the Wicker. Uh-oh. After Uh-oh. the grand final. After the rabbits. Bring it home. Uh, now, I was asked about that online somewhere. Is it true you're a Bunnies fan? I'm a big Bunnies fan, absolutely. Uh, my son, Bo, and I are, are nuts for the Bunnies. So um, I don't want to put the mockers on them. Yeah. But go the bloody Bunnies. No pressure. Thank you, my friend, for coming in. It's always it's a nice my pleasure, tribute. Carol. Thank always you so my much. Pleasure. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Can I can I keep this CD? This has gone straight to my car. That's your copy. <laughs> Thank you. See you guys. If you want to know where Grant is over the weekend, three gigs, three bands. Give us a yell, 1300-33-1233. But yes, a timely reminder, isn't it, with Malcolm Young's in health to ill health to make the most of it. It's three o'clock.